0: Thanks for downloading this edition of the Business Managers Podcast. I'm Richard Alvin, the managing editor. I'm really pleased to be joined today by Brad Burton, the founder of Business Networking Group for networking and also the UK's leading number one motivational business speaker. Just a note before we begin: Brad's a no-nonsense lad from Salford, as he points out, and some of the language may offend. Hi, Dean,
1: Richard. Yeah,
0: good. Thanks, Brad. You
1: kicking ass. It's been a, a, a difficult three months. I think I think that's a fair assessment since lockdown. Exactly, why I wanted to get you on really is really
0: to talk about some of the problems that, that firstly you you had with with four networking so mm. you had four
1: networking what a decade or so ago oh, it was actually fourteen years ago, so we just turned fourteen on February the sixteenth uh, fourteen years um, business networking organization that changed everything in the u k yeah so but you changed everything, but your business model is effectively
0: breakfasts and I think lunches um and evenings yeah nice and That's so right. you can't do face to face so so um, how do you cope with a business that turns over and yeah. has I
1: don't know how many meetings you have a week to, to mm-hmm. zero well we run over 5,000 meetings across the UK every single uh, year thousands of members and it's a membership organization and you know lockdown got us basically locked down in that overnight we can't really uh, you know anything so the business was on collapse it really was and i actually did the most honest video that i've ever done in my life and said listen guys uh 14 year business here is about to collapse the reality is it's about to collapse we have a hose pipe and we've been doing beautiful and somebody comes and stands on your hose pipe you can't set them off and guess what we stuffed. so what happens over the next few days is going to dictate whether this organisation collapses or we go on in a new format, and that's when we uh, we developed for networking online and t- took our you know hundreds of groups uh, each week we took them online and it's working. I mean, it, it, even I was sceptical; even I didn't believe it would work. Uh, and I'm happy to be proven wrong. And it's been fabulous. The uptake has been amazing, and there's no network. You know, when we started for networking, it was like. Um, 50% social 50% business uh, and it works that was the tagline and actually if you think back to 2006 that was pretty revolutionary there was no social networking back then um, but I was on it and I thought that you know the social bit is the glue that holds people together um, so we've taken that format and we've taken it online and with Four Networking how we differ from any other network is you don't just join one group you join the entire network so if you live in London you can network in Four Networking Manchester uh, Cornwall Somerset Scotland the same principle applies so we've got a joined up network so those thousands of members can at any time it's almost like going to a train station and saying okay when's the next train going I know every hour or every half hour we've got a train going a meeting that is running that allows anyone who's running a the business they can run it uh, you know anywhere can just jump on.
0: Excellent so so are you getting roughly the same sort of uh, people attending your virtual uh, mm-hmm. sort of meetings and are they the same sort of time to get uh, that
1: structure? No, what's really interesting is we've got people who've never done face-to-face networking. See, the great thing about what we've got before networking is that the uh, cost per meeting has been lowered because we no longer have to provide a venue, heating, uh, food and the likes. But also, there's no travel time anymore. So the old days of running a networking event, you'd have to travel for 40 minutes, get your parking, four quid, then you'd go for your meeting for two hours, then you'd know for four hours. Now what we've done, we've actually streamlined the system, taking each of these meetings down to like 90 minutes apiece. And um, and actually as such, we're finding that people are doing more meetings. So you've got new people who never done face-to-face networking or chose or resisted it, now involved. So we're doing exceptionally well. I mean, it's almost like you look at this and think, this is crazy because it's almost like we should have done it before, to be honest. And is, uh, when I look at any kind of situation, uh, I always ask this question, what does this make possible? And the COVID has made possible a fresh start uh, using that 14 years of experience of, of business networking to actually come up with something pretty fresh. And now what I will say is there's a lot of the other networks that are still talking about whether they should go online or not. <laughs> Like, seriously, we've got hundreds of groups running, and you're, like, still thinking about whether you should do it or not. Nuts, just nuts. And when this is all over, Richard, and it will be over at some point, there's going to be, like, a column. And on that column, there's going to be losers, big losers, winners and big winners. And actually, what we did three months ago, I think, is going to mean that we're going to be a big winner from this COVID thing. Excellent. Do you think you're going to
0: retain the online uh, meeting space and almost run like a hybrid-type model? So have some, some level of face-to-face still. Um, and, and online as well.
1: Yeah, that's exactly what's going to happen. So I actually separated the companies. Uh, Four Networking Limited has been going for 14 years. I set, set up another company, Four Networking Online Limited, uh, three months ago when the shit was in the fan, because I realized that how volatile this stuff is. So 100% we're going to continue with the 4 Biz. Uh, but 100% we're going to be coming back to face-to-face networking. However, when is face-to-face networking coming back? If I said to you, when's... The, you know when, when is it going to be a, available for us to do that when would you say my gut reaction would probably be something like march next year <laughs> right exactly now when we asked that question in march this year people were saying three months time two weeks time four weeks time you know march next year if people are dressed up with uh, hazmat suits you know who knows nobody knows so what i can say is i'm going to give no um, horsepower. Mental horsepower in terms of trying to work out what this looks like when it all comes back. What I do know is we've got 14 years of heritage, and what I do know is within four days of me pressing the button on this for and online, we kind of made it happen. So if it was opening the country, the, the, the country up next next week, we'd make it happen as well. So are you finding? I know you drop into
0: a number of the actual uh, virtual groups. Are you finding that people are mainly networking with people they already know, existing relationships, mm. or are they actually? Um, you know I don't know how you do a virtual handshake but actually yeah. new, new people and oh actually... listen this
1: oh. is the great the great thing think about it Richard if you was um, if you was someone who lived in London let's say Shadwell for the sake of this right and actually you go to your Shadwell meeting on occasion there'd be new people there and you'd meet them at 4 everyone's a new boy everyone's a new girl because you can meet like literally I did um, 20 meetings a week before last to, to, as a tour I did 20 meetings in a week and I met 500 new people, 500 new people that don't know me. And I just teleported. That's a term we use, teleport. I teleported around the UK. So this whole um, digital world that we're in allows us to, 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 if you you live in in London, you want to go to a phone networking meeting in Scotland, the old days, it required you to do a a 12 hour hour, uh, round trip. Now, you, you know, you, you press uh, pay six quid and you teleport there. So this is a brave new world, and those people that are going to be, like I say, on that winners' column are the, those that are going to engage, embrace this change.
0: It's funny. I was actually, and the, the the podcast that actually came out this morning, um mm-hmm. talking about the valuing of the values of businesses, and you know, businesses are up for sale, businesses that are, are, are potentially going to be up for sale next year. Um, and, and Gareth was actually saying there that businesses that survived the coronavirus will not just work on a normal four times or whatever it might be multiple mm. for sale, but it will be a mm. four times multiple for sale with a plus SC, you know, <laughs> success corona value. Yep. So, yep. so, you know, what you're saying there is absolutely in line with what he was saying yesterday.
1: We are, we're in an enviable position. And I'll say this, we will become, if we're not already at the start, right, the Netflix of networking, in that no one has done what we've done you know, people have got these these pockets of little networking groups on. Yeah, this is great. And there's 20 people there. No one's got a national uh, reach like us. And the only reason we could set up the, the network, let me give you a little statistic. When I started for Network in 2006, it took 12 months to run 12 groups. And it was 26 groups year two, uh, 56 groups year three, and then it was at 120 year four. We're now at around 100 groups after 12 weeks right now the reason you do that is if somebody comes into the space they're not going to be able to do that uh, so fast the reason that we can do it is because we have this real world network and we know the individuals and we know the powerhouses and we've got these guys and girls involved so we are well ahead uh, this is an absolute a major success story this reminds me of four networking the first time round, and i'm equally as excited and they you've got that kind of startup vibe that you kind of miss first time round because you're so busy being busy yeah, excellent.
0: And also, the first time round, obviously, uh, you and I met about a decade or so ago. Really, uh, remind
1: me where it was, Richard, please.
0: Um, it was an Audi garage in Hertfordshire or something. Oh, so I
1: remember it. I remember it. I remember it now. Right. Yeah.
0: And I was speaking. Yes, right, yeah, you were, you were yeah. speaking at the event. I think it was actually a different, ne- a different networking uh, event that yeah. you were speaking at, trying to obviously persuade them to join your groups. <laughs> yeah, I remember, yeah, assim- assimilation, yeah. <laughs> That's right. Um, but uh, and you were, you, were definitely, uh, you definitely could have done with a teleporter then. I think you were doing something like 1,000 miles a week going up and down. Correct. And, out. and but, listen, that stuff catches up, yeah, it
1: really does. Mm.
0: So if we just spin it around a little bit, obviously, part of your, uh, your day is, 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 you know, being the founder of Four Networking. Yeah. But also, you then spend some of your time as a motivational business speaker. Right. So, 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 you know, what are you saying to businesses now uh, to actually motivate them, give them inspiration, mm-hmm. advice about actually how to cope with the current situation and actually be able to move on and thrive as
1: opposed to wither? Well, I think there's a primary function here, which is from a, a business owner's perspective, is that we've been so focused on winning at any cost that that cost is to our people. And right now, I've got our guys winning and driving forward, excuse me, but not at the point uh, at the cost to themselves. I want us to grow at a manageable rate, and this is what I tell people to do, is that there's so much, um, so much focus on, on being the best that you can possibly be, and we should all be the best, But what we need to do is compare ourselves to ourselves. And there's a reason that racehorses wear blinkers. They don't give a shit about the competition. And this is what I teach people. Don't care about the competition. I don't care about the competition. I care about what we're doing. And that's what I do. And I make certain that every single moment of our uh, working day counts. Uh, And if my guys can't be asked working, I say, listen, go home. Let's not pretend to be working. Let's not be stuck behind a desk for eight hours a day, pretend to be working. If you really can't be bothered, and this isn't a slur. I'm saying if you can't be bothered, go home and then chill and then come back. And we've got this old new working methodology which I think in today's world is going to carry us forward. But my my motivational speaking thing has uh, been amazing. I you know you know what I look like. I've got people. I've got shaved head tattoos. I'm from Salford, Manchester. I look like a drug dealer. I'm not by the way anymore. But you know we can all change. And this is the thing: is that. People said to me along the way, oh, Brad, you need to wear a three-piece suit, a pocket watch, a monocle. You you know, you need to speak posh with a posh voice. You need to be more of an orator. It's all bollocks. Let me tell you what you need to be in life. You need to be you. When I think about me, there's no one in the UK that is getting booked as hard as me at the highest level. JCB, Costa, the business show, Zero. The list goes on, right? I'm like the man when it comes to getting booked. And the reason that I'm the man when it comes to getting booked is because I don't give a shit about the competition. I never got the memo that said, you need to wear a three-piece suit a pocket watch? And if I did get it, I didn't read it. So you can, there's so many people that have told me that I, my, the way that I approached stuff was wrong. I need to be more professional, I need to be more of this. And actually, you know what I need to be more of? Me, that was it. And that's been my secret weapon throughout all this is that I have created a field of one. I'm the only motivational speaker in the UK who's daft enough to look like a drug dealer. And actually, you know, the reason I look like a drug dealer is because I look like a drug dealer. There's nothing I can do about that. And people spend so much time and energy trying to be something they're not to fit in and conform. I've never wasted my life doing that. And I think that's why I've become a success. And that's why my message is, is, is being universally uh, listened to. Good example when it comes to where we all end up in our life is a direct result of our decisions. And the reason we don't make decisions in our life is we're scared of the wrong ones, Right. Now, the only time when a decision is uh, established, whether it was wrong or right, is after the event. Up until that point, it's the correct decision. No one, including me, wakes up and says, you know what, I'm going to go and fuck up today. But occasionally I do. So when it comes to making decisions, the reason we don't make decisions is we're scared that the wrong ones. Well, I'm going to give you a foolproof method that um, this is what Bentley used, Global. Uh, they use this, this method to make decisions. And the reason that Bentley Global used this method is because I taught it them, Brad Burton right brad burton the former drug addict brad burton the guy who's done four years on benefits brad burton the guy who delivered pizza at 21 brad burton the guy sorry at 31 brad burton the guy who shot at 21 brad burton the guy whose dad left when he was six months old brad burton the guy who left school and all qualifications the list goes on or is it brad burton the highest rated and reviewed business author on amazon brad burton the founder of four networking brad burton the uk's number one motivational business speaker see they're both two sides of the same coin but so many of us in our life are scared of people knowing about our background. They're scared of people knowing about who we were or who we once was. And I've never been worried about that. At the point where my life turned around was at the point when I stopped worrying about what people thought of me. So when it comes to making decisions, I'm the uh, easiest person in the world to tell to. I'll make a decision in 24 seconds. If I can't make a decision in 24 seconds, I revisit it in 24 minutes. If I can't make a decision in 24 minutes, I revisit it in 24 hours. If after 24 hours I can't make a decision... I just made a decision, it's not important, next. And where you end up in your life is a direct result of your decisions. Now, there's no correlation between people that take long time to make decisions and people who instant decisions. There's no direct correlation between the time spent and the, the effectiveness of those decisions. So I'm like double, when I realize this, it allows me to move fast. When other people are still talking about whether they should use Zoom or Remo for their platform for the networking events, we're now running 100 networking events with thousands of people going every single week. That's the difference.
0: Talking about the decision-making process, I mean, you very famously uh, say that you know you started for networking after basically telling your, your your previous employer what he could do with mm. his job. Um, and I think you were about ten off so thousand pound in debt and stuff like that. Yeah, twenty five. Keep up, twenty five. <laughs> and uh, 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 and so you know that's almost testament to the fact that you know you don't need to start a business to be in the right position, the right place. You just mm-hmm. got to have the, the aptitude to actually go out and do it.
1: Need and
0: as you say, holding up your book there, get
1: off your ass and do it. <laughs> uh, you need you need three things to start a business off. Uh, a mobile phone, shoe leather, and big balls. right? And actually, no, okay, you need three things to start a vision off. You need ideas, vision, and belief. It's about belief. It's about belief. It's about belief. And if you don't 100% believe in your business, like 100%, don't get upset when people you try talking to about it don't 100% believe in it either. And that's the problem, is that people go, oh, I'm waiting for a second round of seed funding. Shut the fuck up. Put your house on it. Well, I don't want to do that. What happens if it doesn't work out? Well, hang about. Sorry. What happens if it doesn't work out? Do you believe in this? Yeah. 100%. Well, yeah. Put your house in it. Well, not fucking. I'm out. And that's the problem. So I've done every business that I've ever started. Um, I've done organically. I never had the pots of this in. Never got any seed funding. Never got any funding. And then none of that shit. And actually, I, it, it keeps you hungry because I think the problem is I got offered like 300 grand when I first started. Um, somebody I, I know connected to investors still, so they've got 300 grand in for networking now if i'd have done that guess what i'd have got a freaking range with the full networking logo on the side and wasted the other two hundred forty thousand. you know it's just pointless so you, you can having too much money in business makes you lazy and stupid and actually by by having no money it makes you lean because it'd be all too easy to go and drop 50 grand on facebook advertising and say oh what did we get well we got three grand back but we learned nah not me
0: and so by definition, um, that means that, you know, using the Darwin theory, businesses that are around at the moment that have leaner costs, you know, leaner cash flow, um, are having to think innovatively, as you do, uh, as, you, as you've had to do with, with full networking, you know, think sure. around the problem, think differently, and actually coming up with innovative ideas that they didn't think were possible. I mean, you may or may not have looked at uh, online for full networking before, dismissed it because you wanted that face to face, face to face disappears. So you have to go online.
1: Correct. And that's exactly what happened. It was 18 months ago where we was talking about doing it and we actually run a couple of trial sessions and then sort of you turned out of it. Oh, the technology is not right. Bullshit. We wasn't right. You know, the reality is throughout all this period is that, you know, this has been, so it was, let me show you something. And I know you can't put it in your podcast. This is what happened. I got a blank piece of paper and I wrote on it, a piece of paper, what does this make possible? And that was dated the 25th of the 3rd. That is a business plan for Networking 2.0. We've got the website up within four days. We've got the promotional video that you'll see on there within nine hours. You know, we moved as fast as anyone can. We was that like in, in proper war mode. And that's where people have been like contacting me to say, look, God, we really admire what you did. And actually, I didn't even realize what I did. It was almost like the shit's in the fan. You've got a fucking, uh, you know, I don't care how, how good you are at running, right? If I said to you, uh, there's 100 meters, Right, you are. There's a million quid at the end, or you're going to get chased by a lion. Which one do you reckon you could run faster with?
0: Oh, I could definitely uh, reach the million pounds. Well, actually, I'll probably
1: uh, be running away from the lion. But uh... no, no, I don't mean that. I'm saying which one do you reckon would motivate you faster? The million quid. Which one do you reckon you get a better, faster run time if we was running 100 meters? Million quid or the fucking lion? Which one do you reckon would make you run faster? Right, (laughs) and that's what right. See this behind me, lion? This yep. is what I'm about. See, people use money as a motivator. I don't. I use fucking lions behind me as motivators, right? That's the difference. So when people say, oh, Brad, you've got amazing passion. Look, oh, look at the energy it brings. It's because I get into this fucking mode. I get into this, this the, the lion chasing me mode, right? I can do that. It's almost like a fucking secret weapon. But the problem is, is that most people don't ever use that as motivation, People use the money as motivation and then they're surprised when actually somebody like me surpasses them or somebody like me can run faster than them. They don't understand why because money's not a big enough motivator. And it's never been my motivator. What's been my motivator is to make a positive difference. And over the course of these last 14 years, I've made an immense difference. Immense difference to my life, my own personal life. I've lived in council states all my life. You know, I've made an immense difference to my family. I've made an immense difference to those thousands of four networking members. And when this is all over, this 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 um, this whole Covid thing, we will come out this other end, and we will be one of the major UK success stories as we're now taking this for networking online Biz, international.
0: I was just about to say, so you know, now you're online, you haven't got to worry about the you know, geographical issues. Uh, you know, I, I could be, you know, I, I could instead of just going to a meeting in London, I could go to the one in New York or wherever right. you
1: know, that- take them up. <laughs> And you must have a look at it. you must have kind of come around as my guest and let me show you one of them because it'll blow your socks off the way we're using the technology and the whole vibe and culture because that's what we've got. That anyone can go and copy our formats, piece of piss, but what they can't copy is a culture. And that culture has been set from someone like me who started this, you know, from nothing, who realised that networking, business networking can be done a better way. This whole Uh, way that it's been done has been self-serving what I've done is I've created a meritocracy where people stand and they fall based on their ability not um, based on the, the, the car they've got or the suit they're wearing um
0: what would you say, you know, putting your motivational speaker hat on for a second? What would you be saying to, to businesses that are struggling at the moment? What, you know, all right, they can look at your inspiration there about pivoting and changing and looking at their cash flow. But what are you know, three sort of takeaways from this of what they really should be drilling down and focusing on over the next two or three weeks to actually help them through the next three months, six months, or whatever?
1: Okay. Imagine if you can that you're uh, like, you're reading a book, okay, and you're reading a book and you're halfway through this book. Um, and, and, and the, the, the lead characters in the situation where you are. Because you are writing your own fucking book, right? And I want you to write to yourself now, this is not how this story ends, dot, dot, dot. And I want you to think about the final chapter of your book that you're reading and actually what you want to happen. What what do you want the hero of this book, where do you want him to be? And then work out how the fuck you get there. That's your story. That's what I had to do. Um, and actually, so, so this is not how this story ends, dot, dot, dot. And then understand that, you know, you have these daft motivational speakers saying, tech, massive action, tech, massive action. Tech is all bullshit. Let me tell you what you need to do. You need to take passive action. It's those, each day we take 30,000 decisions. We make 30,000 decisions. 30,000 decisions. And if you to ask you how many are you conscious of, you'd probably say 500. So what the fuck happens to those 29,500 decisions? And this is about you activating this whole decision-making process that actually all those 30,000 decisions are the best ones that they can be. So take passive passive action. That's what I need you to do is get into these 30,000 decisions. And understand this, that we spend so much time wanting to go back to the way that it once was. You know, before COVID, we had these contracts. I was doing really well. Well, guess what? COVID's here. This fuck all you can do about it. And there's a time machine. You can sit there whining about what life was like before then. Right and getting pissed off and sad about it. It's done. It's over. So forget about the past. It's got no impact anymore. Your past is done. Right. Your business and your successes of the past are finished. Start again. Blank piece of paper. And if all you've got is hope and determination, if all you've got is hope and determination, it's going to be enough. I'm going to ask you three questions. Right throughout this period, and I want you to be really honest as a listener to this. Number one: Are you going to start to death? Yes or no? No. Number two. Are you going to lose your house, your property, your rental property, and so forth? No. Might you get a snotty letter? Yeah. It's just a fucking snotty letter. They'd be sending millions in amount, right? Don't worry about it. Number three, are you going to die? If you behave yourself, maintain social distancing and clean your hands and there, everything else that you're supposed to do, then says no. So let me explain. You're one of the lucky ones because right now there'll be someone in a fucking NHS Nightingale ward with a ventilator who would quite happily bite your fucking hand off through your set of circumstances. So stop beating yourself up, stop whinging about the money you've not got, stop whinging that your investments have lowered, stop, you've got something called a life, you've got ears. The fact that you're listening to this, the fact that you can breathe, start being thankful for the things you have got, not the things that you've not got or the things that you once had. It's over, right? And soon sooner you wake up to that, the sooner you can start getting on with your new life. Excellent. That's absolutely first class advice there, Brad.
0: And, and um, so, Brad, thank you very much for your time today. And we'll leave uh, our, we'll leave our, our, our listeners to, to start writing their own chapters in their next book. Absolutely. Cheers, my friend. All the best. All right. Thanks, Brad. Working with leading experts who know all about the business you run, because your business matters. <laughs>